0: 93 WIBC. It's Rob Kendall and for Tony Katz. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. We head to the drivehubler.com hotline. Congressman Jim Banks represents Indiana's third congressional district. I'm near Fort Wayne joins us now. And first of all, Mr. Congressman, do you understand Bitcoin?
1: Huh. I wish I did. I mean, uh, you see how much it has gone up in value this year. Holy cow. I wish I I would have figured that out earlier in the year.
0: Okay, great. Even the congressman doesn't understand it. We feel so much better because no one seems to know what it is, but people are making money at it. So that makes me feel uh, a little bit better. All right. First of all, let me say thank you for saying that twenty seven and a half trillion dollars of debt is probably enough. You voted against both of these covid relief bills or whatever you want to call them. Why did you do that?
1: Well, Rob, we you know we started out um, many months ago. We passed the the CARES Act. You might remember that. We passed uh, there were there were two or three other COVID relief bills in the early stages of the pandemic that we passed that actually helped those who needed it the most. I mean, the CARES Act had the Paycheck Protection Program, which was a lifeline to small businesses who employ a majority of uh, working Hoosiers, and and uh, I, I hear every day about how that program helped those who needed it i mean wh- what we're tangled up the mess that we're tangled up in washington right now is is pure politics it has nothing to do with helping helping those who who need it right now who who need uh who need help who are suffering from covid um this is all about uh, both parties sort of having a gunfight over who can which party can be on the side of spending more and giving more more uh more stimulus checks to people who, who uh, in many cases, don't need it. We started the year out, Rob, with with a $22 trillion national debt. We're going to end it over $30 trillion if they, if, if these uh, politicians get their way and we, we hand out these additional $2,000 checks. And the, pr- the problem with that is our kids are going to be the, the ones who suffer from it. Our kids, our grandkids, they're the ones who are going to be holding the bag. Uh, America uh, will, uh, will, will be on its knees at that point with this with a national debt that large and we are we are preventing the next generation from pursuing the american dream because of the insanity that we're seeing today
0: congressman jim banks our guest rob kendall and for tony katz good morning but like your colleagues people who at least on the surface seem like reasonably smart people baird and wolowski and wolorski and uh, you know a bevy of republicans here in indiana are voting for this these these bills do you knock on their door and go uh hey we've kind of reached that point where 28 trillion of debts probably enough why do they keep voting for these things
1: yeah i i I never i never beat up on my colleagues they have their own reasons for for voting the way that they do and they're they're good they're good people rob i know i know that you know that and they you know they they maybe they're convinced by the by the president that uh that we should do the the two thousand dollar check route i mean when 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 i voted against this last um omnibus bill last week um i thought i was voting for something that president trump supported i mean in fact it was secretary mnuchin the secretary of treasury who got on the phone with republican members of congress and said this is the this is the best we're going to get this is the bill that we negotiated it wasn't good enough for me because of the bloated uh, wasteful spending that you find in an omnibus bill like that then i went home and, and president trump posted a video when i got home that night and uh and came out against the bill, of course, the, the rest of the story is that he ended up signing it anyway, which was a, a disappointment for me. I, I feel like he folded when he didn't have to. But um, the, the fact of the matter he, here is that what what people are – what my constituents are calling me about, I represent northeast Indiana, Fort Wayne, the northeast uh, corner of the state. I'm not getting constituents, Rob, who are calling me and demanding more stimulus checks and bailouts. They just want their freedoms back. They want their go- They want the governor to – to stop uh, mandating uh, uh, closures of small businesses, they want—they're they, afraid that. Fortunately, in Northeast Indiana, we don't have a mayor like you have in Fishers, <laughs> who, who has taken draconian measures to shut down businesses. We don't have that up here, but they're afraid of that. They—they—they they, they want their freedoms back. They don't want more uh, a, a stimulus checks that are going to cripple uh, the well-being of their kids and their grandkids. They want their freedoms back. I mean that that when I, when I have constituents burning down my phones it's not about spending more money because they get that um, they they want their freedoms back and and that's what I'm concerned about more than ever right now if we want to get America back on top if we want to compete with China which by the way China's economy is the only economy this year that's grown think about that for a moment they gave China gave us this this uh, coronavirus um, they got back on their feet before the rest of the world and their economy is growing this year and they're going to overtake us as the world's largest Economy in just a few years. I mean, that's what I'm concerned about. We can't compete with China. We can't get America's economy back on track if we're if we're continuing to shut down businesses and and uh, and mandates uh, at the state and local levels that are preventing businesses from employing working people. So that's that's what I'm focused on. That's why I'll continue to 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 vote against these uh, short sighted bills that are going to impact my my three daughters' future.
0: Congressman Jim Banks, our guest, uh, he represents Indiana's third congressional district. That's the up near the Fort Wayne area, talking about his no vote on these COVID and stimulus and government spending bills. You touched on a great point, Congressman, which was that the government, in this case the Republican governor of the state of Indiana, is the person, or these Mayor Joe Hogsett in Indianapolis, or now Mayor Scott Fadness in Fishers, these are the people who did the damage. Do you go to like Todd Young, because Todd Young's out campaigning for Eric Holcomb and go, wait a second, pick a side dude you know if, if the if you stop shutting things down you don't need the stimulus money i mean it just seems like there's a total disconnect even amongst republicans in washington
1: yeah it, it is a disconnect again if if um you know if, if we reopen our economy and uh, and stop with the draconian measures that are affecting the the lives of working people um then that that's the best recipe for economic growth now indiana's economic growth is is climbing and and you know, it was, good. it was glad to see those numbers earlier this week. I mean, fifth or sixth in the country, and and uh, and returning economic growth to our state. So that that's that's good news. Um, it, it could be better. It tells us it could be even better, Rob, if, if we if we reopen the economy, if we avoided some of the some of the long-term uh, uh, mandates and measures that have been taken. I'm, by the way, I'm, I, I applaud. I've talked to a, a number of. State representatives and state senators in my district, I, I applaud their efforts when they go back to the state house starting next week to rein in the the uh, powers of the governor to ma- to institute some of these mandates without legislative approval. That we, we should all applaud our state legislators for going to going to the state house next week with with that mindset uh, to do that because if this ever happens again, the power shouldn't rest in one individual's hands to take such drastic measures that we've seen taken that have, that have, I mean, what one or one, one or two out of five uh, restaurants in the state of Indiana have closed permanently. And, and that, that affects the, I, I have, as someone who has family members who run restaurants, I mean, that, that affects the livelihood of, of people who have built up their life savings and invested it in a small business, a lot of other small businesses that have been affected too. So that that's the sad, that's the sad part of this story that i uh, check a $2,000 check isn't going to fix what's going to fix it is uh, reopening america
0: okay so i have two very important questions i only have time for one right now so the first one is can you hang with us for another segment because i have something very 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 important to ask you Yes, I will. Okay, perfect. All right. So the the question to get you to the break here is, what's going on with the Indiana Republican Party? Because it seems like we have seen a drift away from certainly the Daniels administration, and and you served in the House uh, in the in the state legislature uh, as a uh, as a, uh, a senator, and and you know what it's like to put together meaningful tax reform, meaningful reduction of government, meaningful things that make people's lives better. It seems like so in a minute or less, if you can. Spl- explain this, how we went from Daniels to the Holcomb-Hupfer era. What's going on?
1: Well, I mean, I I remember Mitch Mitch Daniels um, so eloquently said that the Republican Party is the party of purpose. And then we got Mike Pence, who who is rooted in a conservative foundation and conservative values and and fought for them. And and, I mean, Rob, I can only do my part. I mean, at the national level, I just became chairman of the Republican Study Committee, the largest conservative caucus in Congress. And I'll, I'm, I'm fighting and, and building a conservative agenda that Republicans can rally around in this uncertain time, where where you know we, where we will no longer have President Trump in the White House, and conservatives are going to have to rally around an agenda. I believe it's the Trump agenda that we rally around. I mean, the heat, President Trump taught us how to fight for an agenda for working people, and uh, Republicans need to we need to we need to point to that. We need to point to that agenda and focus on it for the uh, the era ahead
0: all right congressman jim banks our guest he's graciously agreed to stay with us for another segment don't go anywhere i have a super 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 important question to ask him 93 WIBC, rob kendall and for tony katz good morning thanks for joining us let's head back to the drivehubler.com hotline where congressman jim banks represents indiana's third congressional district fort wayne area uh continues the conversation before i get to this super important question congressman I do want to know how frustrating is it for someone like you because you have gone to Washington and you have done everything you've campaigned on. You voted the way you told the people you would. You are an actual Republican, and yet your buddies there keep letting you down and keep spending money. How frustrating is that for you?
1: Oh gosh! When you put it that way, Rob, I mean, I, I, I want to beat my head against the wall. But no, I mean, I I can only do my part. I mean, part of being a leader is you go out and try to rally others to to your point of view and and uh, and pave the way. And that that's what exactly what I'm going to do as chairman of the Republican Study Committee, the the longest um, serving House uh, conservative caucus, and the biggest it's the biggest caucus in the entire Congress. I mean, right now there are 160 out of 200 Republicans who are part of RSC, and you get all stripes of, of conservatives in that group. So it's my job to go out and, and build an agenda and rally conservatives around it and go out and fight the fight. And, and Donald Trump taught me so many lessons over the last four years how to fight the fight. And I, I promise you and every Hoosier Republican in the state, there's not going to be a bigger champion for Hoosier values. And there's not going to be anybody on the floor of the House who's fighting as hard as I am against the socialist squad who's taken over the Democrat party and now they want to take over our country than me. And uh, we're going to do that with Republican study committees. So it's my job to go out and bring, um, instead of being frustrated uh, in how, in how my colleagues vote vote again, I don't, I don't, I don't beat up on them for how they vote. They have their reasons. It's my job to go out and convince them that it's time to address uh, what will be a $30 trillion national debt. It's time to fight against Democrats who want to, who want us to, who want taxpayers to fund abortion and, the list goes on and on.
0: I've been I've been asked this question more times I think in the past uh, 2 months than maybe I was the previous 4 years. So I will ask it to you. People keep asking me, "What can I do?" because they say I keep voting for these people i keep campaigning for these people they get in there they don't do as they said we're seeing it here with our governor and and all the tax increases and the government overreach we are seeing it in washington people keep saying what can i do because they get a little disheartened when they feel like they get the right people elected and they don't hold up their end of the bargain what can the average person what should they do
1: well i mean let me give the the indiana republican delegation a little bit of credit i mean we're we're um we're a strong delegation. We you know, we overall we have a, a very conservative voting record and um, and it's, and, we, and our delegation has changed a lot. I mean, I, when I, I've been in Congress for four years and I'm already number three in seniority when it comes to the Republican uh, Indiana delegation of Washington. So we we, we keep getting stronger and and uh, we get you know, now we have Victoria Sparks joining us. She's going to be a, a great counterweight to the to the squad on the other side and, and, uh, Greg, Greg Pence, Trey Hollingsworth, Jackie Walorski, Larry Bouchon, Jim Baird, uh, and myself. And we meet regularly and we, we all serve on different committees and we fight the fight. So, but it's, but it's your job to hold us accountable. I mean, I, I, I get, I get thousands of emails every day. I get hundreds of texts. Um, I get a, count, a countless number of phone calls. And, uh, when I get, when I get, uh, re- when someone reaches out a conservative, um, activists many who listen to your show Rob and listen to this program listen to Tony in the morning I mean when I when I get calls from you I pay attention and I promise you that my, my other colleagues from the state pay attention as well so the the we, we have a bumpy road ahead I mean I it's it's uh, it's, it's very likely at this point and I, ha- I hate to say it but it's likely that Donald Trump won't be in the White House for the next four years but will we be a party that that continues to adopt the the powerful, Platform that Donald Trump laid out uh, that made him the most effective president of my lifetime that he fought for. Or we or will we divert from that and become a a party that wanders off into the wilderness that is no longer that again that party of purpose that Mitch Daniels talked about the the party rooted in conservative values that that uh, Mike Pence um, uh, led. Uh, will we become more like a party like you described earlier that doesn't really have a purpose or a a, 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 pl- a conservative rooted platform that we're fighting for. I know I know what what kind of party I want. I want the party to look more like what what Donald Trump brought to our party that reflects the values of working people and and uh, at large the the, the population of, of Hoosiers that expects us expect us to go to Washington and fight for that. So.
0: I have a by the way, Congressman Jim Banks, our guest Rob Kendall and for Tony Katz. Okay, get you out of here on this. This is the super important question I had because uh, we talked about the Indiana Republican Party, where they're at, where they're moving the shift to the left, it seems in in governance, certainly from the executive uh, level. Hundreds of thousands of Republicans walked away from the Republican Party this past time, going over to the Libertarian side, casting a vote for Donald Rainwater. I don't think those people have become libertarians. I think they're just frustrated with the governance they're getting from the Republican Party. So my question is, would you like to declare right now you're gonna run for governor in four years and just fix this mess <laughs> or you wanna
1: hold off? Well, Rob, I mean I, I served in the State House and and I love I love my state. I've only been in Washington for two terms. I'm going to assume this position as the leader of conservatives in the Congress um, and and have an opportunity to fight for my, our conservative values more than ever before. We'll see where that we'll, we'll see where that goes right now I'm entirely focused on that. I won't I won't rule out running for governor in four years or down the road and it's something that um, you know very much I could see being a part of my future. but um, for now I'm, I'm, I'm very much focused on being a leader in our country because the fight, the fight for me in my heart is there against what, what I wake up every day and see on the other side of the aisle is very scary. Where, where these socialists want to take our country is something that, that I will not allow to happen. Every day I get up I'm motivated to go and fight against the squad and the, the party of Bernie Sanders and Nancy Pelosi that wants to want to drive this country over a cliff. So that that's the fight that I'm focused on today. Um, I'll I'll be happy to come back to the Rob Kendall show, whatever hour (laughs) of the day that will be uh, at, at some point and declare my intentions in the future. But I expect that will be well off. Uh, at a later point
0: good enough congressman jim banks thank you for uh, spending two segments with us appreciate it thanks and thank look let me say this on behalf of many people who share this view thank you for actually doing that's a hard vote to cast right and thank you for actually doing what you've promised taxpayers you would do it's getting more and more rare so thank you for doing that we'll look forward to talking to you again soon